word of the day. You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Today's words of the day are temporize, T-E-M-P-O-R-I-Z-E, a verb meaning to be indecisive or evasive, to gain time or delay acting. So, I don't know how you would want to use that in a sentence. Temporize? I temporize daily. How about that? Evasive to gain time or delay acting. I temporized, re- or temporized really hard on a shower today. It's my, But on Sundays, that's how I am. I don't shower until about noon on Sundays. No, no apologies. Temporize coming over here with the Warrior game going on. Oh, okay. I was going to say, just in general, that was going to hurt my feelings. <laughs> All right. And then, Flan, your word of the day, unofficially brought to you by UrbanDictionary.com, is tartle. What does that mean? T-A-R-T-L-E. A common Scottish term to insert at the awkward moment when you temporarily forget someone's name. Useful to avoid that occasional embarrassment. So I feel like if you're going to pronounce it like a Scotsman or an Irishman, it'd be tartle. Tartle. So how do you guys work when you forget somebody's name in the middle of a conversation? Do you... Do you oh, go back I, and try to figure no, it out, or I, is it just is it lost? If it's like really early in the conversation, be like, oh, I'm sorry, man, I forgot your name. What was it again? Mm-hmm. No, actually, like, if you, uh, depends. But sometimes I'll be like, yeah, dude, it's good to see you. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> I do the, the I'm, I'm I'm gonna misheard your name. What is your name again? Uh, that's that's a good one. They try the try the one. segue back in. What about just something completely just uh, say, bro? <laughs> say, bro. <laughs> dude, what's that's, your name? That's a good uh, one, dude. Yeah, bro, yeah. duder. Just yeah, keep come it like here, that. Bruh, I used to do that when I was younger, and I just, because I knew I was, I'm terrible at remembering names anyway in general, so it was always bro for guys and bruh for girls. It was just <laughs> real, real easy. Bruh or bra. Yeah, and that's how I would, because I your name wasn't that important to me. Mm. If I saw you again, then I'd make sure to remember your name. Or if, if I was meeting you for that one night, then it it was six and one to me, you know. It didn't matter, but if I saw you again the next day, that's where you could pull the old, you know, old reliable out. Just I think I misheard that last night. What was your name again? Sorry, I had way too many drinks last oh, night. Oh, Jonathan, I could have swore it was Justin. I'm sorry. See, I'm glad I didn't make a fool of myself, but because I did that one time my freshman year in, in college. Actually, I was playing pool with a guy at a pool table, and his name was Tristan, but I thought it was Tristan. So when I when I said his name with authority, and I said it multiple times, uh, saying Tristan, he goes, "That's not my name. My name is Tristan." <laughs> And that was ever since then. I was like, "Well, we're gonna have to adapt." So <laughs> That's funny. it was bro, bra, 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 all of those, all of the above. Now I kind of make a, somewhat of a conscious effort to remember people's names. So. All right, um, yeah, good show today. Uh, lots to talk about. We can talk about a trade that just happened. There, there was a trade that people are talking about. Kind of went down. Uh, Mateo has a list of free agency topics that we're going to be breaking down. And then Jeff Van Gundy said some stuff uh, during the Lakers-Celtics game that I feel like is rather important and deserves some some attention. We'll have Tim Brown join us for the stat of the day. He'll break down UFC Fight Night 146. We have lots of winners and losers. And then a uh, pop culture update that's going to involve a little something new. So, you guys ready? Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's get it on! Like a pig, 
seashell Had to get it myself At the house since a young and I've been paying my bills For the longest I don't need you All you niggas see through Round up motherfuckers I can wait through Too much money to be making it wide Work for myself like all you niggas aren't it Nigga, you probably can Google me, eh Dr. Guap, what did you do to me, eh Wake up like, what are you doing today? I'ma get first to economy, eh I'ma go back to hiatus If these Jews won't play this Might die, might die R.I.P. to my day, Welcome to the Cohort Sports Report. Gas bags with fun facts. The podcast by regular Joes for regular Joes. Sponsorship free because nobody wants to pay the sponsorship fee. My name is Jeff Woodworth. Joined in the garage tonight by Brendan Flanagan. Yeah. And Matteo Pulverari. Hi. Gentlemen, how's it going? Uh, yeah, it's all right. Uh, How, how's everybody adjusting to the time change? I love it. I stayed up. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was cool with the fucking... I'm not gonna lie, I did sleep until like noon today though. Yeah, yeah I, I stayed up last night. I was playing some uh, Mafia Three. I was like, I will Hell put this one on. It. It's a good game, Mafia Three. Mafia. Um, and then I won't. I still need to buy the new Spider-Man game. Oh, <laughs> oh, for the details. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, I was playing that till about two, and then all of a sudden I see on my phone it just hot. Or I mean, I was playing that till about one, and then I saw that it jumped to three. No. It went to it was it was like one fifty five or something like that. I looked back down on my phone. It was three oh five. I was uh, like, you missed oh, a social media content go. that you could have posted on Twitter. Why? Uh, everybody, I was when I looked up the hashtag of daylight savings time. Everybody was recording their phones, jumping. Oh, okay. That's you could have joined them. So awesome. You could have had some content. I'm above that, Mateo. I don't. Yeah, I just I need memes. I know, which is memes. I I lived it. I experienced, experienced it. it. I saw it happen. I was just like, all right, it's officially it. time for me to go to bed. You didn't need to transcribe it. It was cool, though, seeing it like 6.30, though, and we were sitting down for dinner and at 6.30, and you could still see mm-hmm. the daylight out. I like yeah, that. Like, this, awesome. is the, this is the best, yeah. Means it's almost country music season weather. Uh, That, for you, yes. And baseball season. Okay. I was going to say, it's just, I just incorporate it with summertime, you know. We're looking at golf on the TV right now. You could totally go out and play around the golf, and now you're not pressured by the rest of the day. Oh, uh, you know? got the uh, twilight uh, deal. Rate going, yes. At, you hit that at 4 o'clock. Valley, uh, yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, now you go from only having like 90 minutes tops to play around to get as many holes in to all of a sudden now you have like three easily two and a half three hours before the sun goes down all right uh so there was a big trade that happened yesterday or i guess it was this morning was it it was last night last Last night last Last night into this morning depending on where you were both teams were working ot antonio brown has been traded yes to the oakland raiders Yes. For a third and fifth round pick. He also, what does he, he gets like 50 million guaranteed dollars, or not 50 it's million. 30, he goes from zero guaranteed to 30 million guaranteed. Okay. And, uh, yeah, good good for him. I mean, I'm happy it's over. I feel like, you know, the Steelers are going to have some dead cap this year. That's fine. It's whatever. That's a term that I learned just learned today, actually, what it means. I had to tweet yeah, I was, I was Googling it up once you were telling because I was like, I, I can't even think how to describe Thank it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for the fart noises. <laughs> God. Um, is that what you think of the deal? Uh, for the Steelers, yeah. Oh, okay. Why? 
Um, I just, oh, actually, I don't know. I really don't care. I was going to say. <laughs> I love when people are coming out saying the Steelers <laughs> lost this. It's like, n- no, they got rid of an aging superstar that was unhappy to be on their team. Or are you just saying that just to make yourself sound like it's a better deal? I, th- I forget who was. I think it was PFT was saying that Steeler fans are mm. very defensive. Very defensive. There's a lot of people it. that are coming at Steelers. I was, I was tempted to, sh- to you, screenshot some of them. There's probably a party <laughs> that, w- hopes, that was hoping he'd be sticking around. No, because I knew that. Well, that's okay. So here's the deal is I thought for sure that this was going to be something that was going to be resolved on on draft night. I thought that was. But you were talking. You, know, you I brought up the fact that he had the meeting with the owner, and you thought you said something along the lines along the lines of him like sorting it out or it's the, getting fixed. The longer this went on, the more I was under the impression that he was going to have to backtrack and kind of ingratiate himself back into the good graces of certain people on the team. So a part of you was hoping that was going to happen and be back on I the team. I don't say it was hoping. That was just me looking at the situation and saying, if he's going to be on this team, if they can't move him and he's going to be on this team, he's going to have to insert foot into mouth. He didn't have to because they moved him. How happy were you when he got traded to Buffalo for that hour and a I half. I was laughing when you texted me because I was out to dinner and I just started busting up laughing at the dinner table. I don't you know. I tried not to check my phone during uh, dinner, but very respectful of you. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, and then all of a sudden I was just like, you know what? I'm just having an inkling. Let's take a look. Let's <laughs> see if there's an update. And I see that text and I, my first reaction was to send out a, you know, just obviously the uh, tweet laughing at AB. But, um, you know, I, uh, for sure, if there were going to be a, be a trade between or the or the Raiders, like I'd love to see him get sent off to a football purgatory. That would be just humorous to me, you know. But um, I think Oakland's kind of a step up from Buffalo, but it's not not anything great, you know. They got some stuff going on over there, uh, paying almost twenty million dollars a year for a thirty-one year old wide receiver. That's just eh, it's fifteen an inter- touchdowns. Fifteen touchdowns. Fif- what you, part called him a, you called him a number one when we were doing the fantasy segment. Like oh, he was. I was for sure the number one. That's how quickly. All year he was saying number one receiver in the league. <laughs> he was the no, no, no. I thought for sure he was. A, well, people oh, would no, say no, people would talk about awesome. people would talk about OBJ and Julio Jones, and I would just be like, I'm sorry, did AB fall off the face of the earth? And then now he's dead to you. He's not. He's not. He's receiver three. Not dead to me. but pretty close to dead to you. All I'm saying is that what part of that fandom is coming in the way you're you're uh no no because i'm yes yes i'm trying to acknowledge Uh my fandom here but i'm also saying look at Derek carr and when he had amari cooper and what he did with amari cooper compared to what amari cooper did with the cowboys oh now let's see now let's see what ab because we are we are and i was i was under this too ab was a was my guy wearing wearing the colors you know he's wearing the steelers colors what part of that is attributed to Big Ben? Because when you saw Big Ben go down momentarily at times, A.B. was not the same wide receiver without Big Ben. So it's going to be interesting to see how this new love that he has for Derek Carr, which seems extremely fabricated, um, you know, but that's just my personal opinion. Uh, it'll be see- interesting to see how the connection goes. And you even made the offhand remark when we were setting up here today. It's going to be interesting to see how he does playing with a wide receiver. I mean, playing with a quarterback who's uncomfortable to throw the ball th- more than ten yards down the field. You know. Yeah. So, uh, Mateo, your take on the on the situation. On paper, it's a great trade for the Raiders. I just I don't know why you just don't pay Mac that money, and you get AB. I mean, it's it's Apple. I mean, it's so different compared to where the time is. You get presented this deal. I think it restored credibility for John Gruden, though. For all the Raider fans, for all the Raider fans that had a lot of fear of what's going on, and I, I don't think they're on the right course, but I, I feel for them, they're 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 all going to kind of rally behind this and be like, look, he got a first for Cooper, which was a steal. I still think it's a steal. 
I think he's utilized a lot better with the Cowboys than he is with the Raiders. Which makes up for that third round for Martavis when yeah. that didn't work yeah, out. Yeah, Jesus. I mean, that's where you, you were like, oh, my God, Gruden's over his head, and now he gets A-B for, with, a, with a fifth. But, I mean, it goes back to a lot of things because we, we always talked about it with the Niners having to deal with it is what happens if this train goes <laughs> off the tracks after a year? I mean, you guys may have a great year with him, um, but I just you leave a situation like Pittsburgh, and I get he has all the problems, but they've had a, a – lot of success look at all the pieces that were around him and that's what i was trying to get at with this whole thing and i'm i'm just i'm not trying to say that that was me trying to balance my fandom was hey look i know what this team did with all those pieces together working together as a unit it still came up short so the teams that are going to be excited that you've been able to poach pieces of the trio um you know good luck that's what we're going to see i feel bad for raider fans if you're expecting 15 touchdown, if you're expecting the AB from last season to come to Oakland this next season, you're tripping. But what's the? I mean, you gave up a third and a fifth for him. You gave up yeah, from from, yeah. A, from a Niners perspective, you gave up Tavarius Moore and DJ Reed, as one Niner fan yeah, put it. Okay. But so so I mean, like at least it's hope for these Raider fans. I mean, that's all. At least that's, it's hope. That's all washy because AB was a six round draft pick anyway. So I mean, you know, you could say that. For but in five context rounds, of what they gave up, though. Yeah. It you give him a third and a fifth round pick for the best receiver in football. Arguably the best receiver in football. One that I argue. If this was, was November, the he'd be the best receiver in well, football. <laughs> if it was November, he'd be a Steeler. So, and he'd be putting up the numbers. Now, I'm just saying it's going to be interesting watching him go to a different, uh, a different team, a different style of play, a different quarterback. Were we not having these questions earlier in the season if Derek Carr should have even been not the st- if the Raiders should move on from Derek Carr? We and d- we're still not 100% we sure don't even that know they what are. We're I mean, not talking about that, though. We're saying, like, it's they gave up really nothing for the guy. Yeah. Well, third and a fifth, I like it. I like the picks, especially now that you have all this money that you're not going to – Third and a fifth, I don't, they, how often do those, like, third and fifth round picks turn into, like, superstar – Oh, man, I wish I had a little bit more knowledge on draft it, history. It, it, might, it might be one of the both teams win big. I mean, there, there's history of it, at least second round, because it's, it's, it's almost a second round pick for where the Steelers are picking. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you take a look at the guys that have come out. I mean, Terrell Owens is a famous third round pick. Uh, Michael Thomas is a second round pick. Jeez, um, I'm trying to think who else was uh, who's fallen. There's a lot of receivers, though, that have come out of the second and third rounds. And, and Juju's the guy. Yeah. Juju's a guy. Was a second rounder. Second rounder. He played at SC. He wasn't the fastest 42 time he was a f- great route runner and uh they they, sh- they showed that the Steelers have done this over and over they're it's, really good at drafting receivers it's an organization that can draft that position very well they can develop that position look AB special talent great work ethic but I don't know if he was worth the headache he's getting up there in age it's just simple as that so the Raiders I I, I wish you the best of luck and I hope you can get as much as you can out of him but don't expect a 15 touchdown AB I think if he gets at least uh more than 10 touchdowns it's a, it's a, a successful trade for the Raiders they can look at it this past year and be like, we definitely won that trade. Now, whoever the whoever the Steelers take, because now the Steelers have 10 draft picks, which is what I'm juiced about, because the defense was the issue, you can always go find a complimentary piece for Juju. You can always go find a complimentary piece for James Conner. I need you to address the defensive side of the ball as well. Always worried about the O-line. I like the D-line. The D-line's fine. But the linebacking, secondary, and then the O-line are my biggest concerns. And then you go out and find those little auxiliary pieces to, to play along with. How many, how many first and second round picks do the Steelers have? I uh, believe two. Oh. Just one first round, one second round, and then they have a bunch of picks towards the back end of the draft, which is where you can find a lot of diamonds in the rough. You find a guy that's been sitting at home 
Uh, there'll be certain guys that get drafted fifth, sixth round that are just happy that they yeah, got yeah, drafted. Those, those then the you get the Tom Brady's who get drafted the, the sixth oh, round. Like, oh. Oh. I, I know that's a very big name to use, but Dak Prescott went in the fourth round. What, uh, Russell Wilson fell into the what fourth third, or fifth, third round? Third. So, Russell was in a very Kamara, lucky situation. First Kamara time. fell to the second. I'm just but saying, I mean, there's but, guys that fall yeah, that have know, the chip there, on their There's shoulder. certain positions where you can find a really good running back in those rounds. You can find um, a good slot corner in those rounds. You can find a lot of really good special teams players in those rounds, too, that can develop mm-hmm. and be better in three, four years in the line. But, um, yeah, the, the one thing I've noticed, though, even the Niners always had a bunch. I mean, they had a pretty crappy GM in Trent Baalke, but they had a lot of draft picks in the last, like, five or six years, and not many. I don't remember. Not many of those people in the late round really panned out to do anything. Then again, they had a really crappy GM. Mm-hmm. Well, his, his best pick was Trent Brown as a seventh rounder, but, I mean, everything yeah. that he did as fourth, fifth, and sixth, he couldn't hit anything. No. Injured guys, he was just a bad It's, all, just a a huge, bad it's all a huge crap shoot I mean, in that's, those rounds. Yeah, yeah. That, that's really the whole uh, theory from a lot of the analytics guys is, like, uh, Sashi, when he was with the Browns, it, it's trade back get as many chances as you can, and the Patriots do this really well with yeah, the comp picks. Yeah, they just true. load up. It, they and have hope their they, board. They, they, they exactly. hope they hit. I think somebody was saying, like, if you can have one really good draft out of three draft classes, you're doing – you're excelling as a GM in the NFL. And Bel- Belichick's the proof. You look at yeah. his first rounds, he's missed a lot of first and second rounders, but he's just so good at, at the late rounds and making late round trades to get veteran talent in mm-hmm. to replenish everything, like the Michael Bennett ch- trade. Yeah, well, you talk about veteran talent. Uh, as soon as this trade went down, I noticed uh, Golden Tate just through the various Steeler fan pages that I follow mm-hmm. on Twitter. The, well, one what? of the things that got retweeted was Golden Tate tweeting at them, you know, giving them the eyes, just like, all right, let's the, do the something. The one thing that the Steelers organization has always done really well is drafting the first round. Usually their first round picks always pan out in the oh, last yeah. like they're, fifteen they're years. They're such like a good Terrell Edmonds that they drafted this past draft that worked out well for him this year. It was it was a fantastic. That, they, they always they that's like that's what somebody was saying on the radio thing KNBR about a few years ago saying how the, the Steelers makes them so damn good as an organization organizations that in the first one or two draft picks like the first two rounds they hit they always hit like yeah. they may not hit in the third but if you can hit on the first and second pick. You're doing something well, right. Well, every year you're supposed to have six draft picks, right? Or seven draft yeah. picks. What is there, seven rounds? So you get you get seven picks, and it's up to you if you want to trade for more, trade for less. It's it, totally up to you. I like the idea of a team having six picks, you know? Get six new guys to try and get in there and pick them on. Uh, the, one of the fan pages I was following was saying, hey, they're going to, you know, now it gives the Steelers the ability to package these picks and move up in the draft for somebody. And I think to myself, no, don't do that. I want the more picks. I want a wider net to cast. Because <laughs> you get Sorry. to find out. Yeah, we'll be talking about it later. Oh, don't worry. I saw, I saw it today. Holy um, smokes. So, it good. That is funny. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, but just wrapping up on this, I just want to. Uh, Hell yeah, baby. <laughs> my interest is now on the draft. Now that this has gotten settled, the next chip to fall is just find out where Le'Veon's going to be going. But, I mean, even then, it's, you know, he's not coming back. So, don't have to worry about it. Um, is my work working? Yeah, it's, it's good. Working. Okay, it's good. I slammed in. it. I, I don't know what I got passionate about. Uh, <laughs> yeah, one, uh, do you think he goes to the Raiders? Le'Veon? Yeah, that's the rumor right now. I, somebody, I forget who was on Twitter. Derek he, Carr followed him. Dude. Oh, yeah, Derek Carr was the do one. That, and then Do it. Yeah, one of the guys, he had a, oh. a league source, supposedly. He showed a screenshot of his text, and he said, Gruden's plan is Kyler, 
Bell and Brown. See, my, them, yeah, it'll be okay. I can't wait to see what the Raiders do. They're going to be very yeah, interesting. Yeah, Where are they going to trade Derek? Are they going to probably? Are they going to have him sit that's, behind Carr? Well, that's the other part I don't get. What do you do with Derek Carr then? Because there's not many. We were talking about this with Josh Rosen. There's not many places that are open for a quarterback. It's one of the rare years where there's only three teams that probably need a starter. But can we go back to my point about yeah, about I hijacked the it. AB? No, 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 it's fine. I'm going to go back to a point that I brought up that you guys kind of poo pooed on real quick was. Uh, quarterback play like it's all well and good the production that he's had because he's had it with Big Ben and I'm not saying that Big Ben's the end-all be-all but we can agree Hall of Fame quarterback yes Derek Carr we were questioning whether he was even worthy of being a starting quarterback at points during this year you know and part of that was he didn't have very many weapons around him their leading wide receiver was the tight end I think the point for what we were coming away is that seems like you're discrediting a lot of AB's play because of this and then we go back to what the value is oh no it's totally dude gets open he can can one-on-one the dude's the best and and there's a huge difference between Landry Jones or Josh Dobbs throwing him the ball compared to we're looking at very small sample sizes I'm not gonna try to take too much away from Ben because Ben He's had so many receivers that he's gone through and he's made a thousand yards, but it's a very small. Like I, I get when people like to pull these numbers, but it's a small sample the size. The amount of the amount and of it's the not amount, talented yeah. quarterbacks. The amount of attention that guy's gonna get from the opposing defenses. Who AB? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's gonna be small. I mean, so then, like, if he's able Jared, to open up for other guys, that's great. But I'm saying his numbers, he's not gonna put up the same type of numbers. Yeah, but, that he but, had he, in but his, his 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 the effects he can have on the team, like from. How the defense prepares and how he could have like he's gonna, he's going to help the team. I think. Yeah. And, and right or wrong, it's a marketing thing. Yeah. Like oh, that's too. huge. To have, to have they have okay they have somebody they can put out there when they hit Vegas. Yeah. In, when you in, walk, two, yeah. in next year, two years, three years, or you maybe know, it's London. Where, it, yeah, yeah. Whenever they do it, they have AB now. All I'm saying is that you got a guy here who ever since uh, 2013 has put up minimum 1,200 yards receiving every year. I don't know if he's going to get that in Oakland. I could see him hitting a thousand, but because of how much attention he's going to be, he's going to be requiring uh, because they don't have anybody else around him is going to be interesting. And if Raider fans are going to be cool paying him, what, $20 million uh, to get just about a thousand yards a year, you know, and maybe haul in 10 touchdowns. All I'm saying is it's going to be interesting to see how they scheme him because it's just, you don't know how good you had it until, until you're not there anymore. And, you know, it's unfortunate. I'm upset with the Steelers. Or maybe it's just that he is so sick of Roethlisberger. But Monty Jones hammered on this point, too, that a lot of people aren't pointing the fingers at Ben for for this relationship. There's a lot of guys. And, you know, I'm you're a Steelers fan, so I, you know, that's, I'm on the outside looking in on this. I thought that was really interesting, too, especially the way the GM, how he went and said those comments about Ben. About how, What do you compare Ben to? Oh, was it a dad? Yeah, he said he called the rest of them kids, which I think was a bad move by yeah. Colbert. But, I mean, unfortunately for Antonio Brown, he's just got to look at the situation for what it is. Even though Ben played so terrible in that first Super Bowl, the fact of the matter is, is that guy's got two Super Bowl rings. You don't have any. There, at some point, you kind of just have to deal. You're getting paid. You're getting compensated. You are. Everybody acknowledges you as one of the weapons on this offense, on the team. When they think of the Steelers, you were one of the first three names that they brought up, whether it was Big Ben, Le'Veon, or A.B. You know, it's just I'm sorry that because you want to be the first name that everybody thinks about or you just happen to not like your quarterback. Well, I'm yeah. sorry to interrupt. No, go ahead. Uh, go but ahead. Uh, there's uh, two other points. Is the f- uh, I remember this, this kind of bubbled up week one, right? It was a former – uh, what was he? PR guy for the Steelers tweeted something, and then AB went, and then it, it led to trade me. So maybe there was insecurities about his just how he's perceived in that that franchise. The other part is the get the go from zero guaranteed money to thirty million guaranteed. Like 
that's, oh, I'm that's not, also I'm not great. hating yeah. him on that for I'm not yeah. hating on him for that. Get your money. But yeah, and I there's, also I do agree there's better ways he could have handled I think, it. I also think what kind of ruffled his feathers too was Juju winning the team MVP. You know? Yeah. Was just like, <laughs> just hey like, man, I don't feel appreciated <laughs> here. It's like, okay, well I'm sorry. You know? That's how it is in the NFL. Mm-hmm. You you won't feel appreciated. So anyway, moving on. Uh Speaking of Le'Veon Bell, there is a ton of free agents that are going to be hitting the market here. When's the league year start? Wednesday. 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 Legal Wednesday. tampering in six minutes. <laughs> Wednesday. And that, yeah, so we'll have a bunch of free agency speculation going on there, and then um, moves will start being made. So, what what's up, Mateo? How how much uh, how much are we looking at here, free agency wise? Is there a, mu- a bunch of money that's going to be spent? There's a ton of cap space, ton of cap room. Your favorite cap oh, space. Oh, I love cap space. Give us about ten minutes of cap talk. Oh, you want to? Maybe not ten. Just give us some. You'll cap blow talk. your well, mind we're just, with we're cap talk. We were about to. We were blow your cap go. off. Yeah. <laughs> cap it off. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So we're just go through the top ten free agents. There's so many linebackers and safeties. When I was making lists, I was like, God, this is gonna be boring. I'm so, so excited though, as a Steeler fan, no, because it's, it's, it's like that's what we as, need. As, but we need corners. As but Niners fans were excited too. Yeah. But for radio, I can't imagine somebody is like, okay, we're gonna oh, talk yeah, about break down linebackers. So I put Golden Tate at ten. He had a PFF grade of 46. I'm I'm gonna go Collinsworth with all the PFF grades just because I. I kind of do think it's interesting for how much money you're paying and where these guys are ranked. We talk about overpaying. You stated, and I'm alluding here a little bit. I'm just because I'm pointing out, I, I, just because we were talking about the Steelers, fifteen million dollars in cap room. Let's say they make a run at Golden Tate. How much can they get away with paying Golden Tate this year? Just this year. Everybody's saying it's twelve to fourteen is what he's looking for Whoa. in the market. But it, they, I mean, it's it's all funny money. You I can, wonder if there's a way that you could be like, hey, we're gonna pay you only eight million this year, but then we'll pay you twelve next exa- year. That's exactly. And what the problem they could with do. AB's contract, going back to this real quick, and then I'll I'll drop mm-hmm. it. Was it's it's a lesson. A lesson for future players is stop uh, front-loading the contracts because guys will reach the end of their deal where they realize, damn, this is a contract that's purely incentive-based. And, uh, you know, so the guaranteed money is something that I think you're going to see evenly spread out. Rather than just lump-summing it at the start, they're going to try and allocate that money smarter throughout the the rest of the, the players' contracts. But sorry, go ahead, Mateo. Go back to it. So, yeah, I mean, plus you guys can do, like, Roethlisberger's a guy that he's going to, they could definitely move some of the money. We see a lot with the quarterbacks with how much they make. Brady consistently does it. So they could easily cut off an extra 10 to 12. I haven't even looked at what the Steelers team is, but I'm sure there's guys that they have, uh, as you were looking up with the dead money. Uh, so Golden Tate's 10. Any Anybody want to make predictions? or For nine? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, oh, where oh, you, oh, where oh. You, oh, where you think uh, Tate's going to go? Pittsburgh! Uh, no. yeah, well, uh, I, I, I was going to go with the Jets. Raiders. You think the Jets, really? $91 million in cap space for the Jets. Interesting. They just okay. picked up a guard, too. They used all their he's cap like, space He's like the best receiver in the market, isn't he? He yeah. is. It's a really sad market. It's uh, Golden Tate, Tyrell Williams. Yeah, um, I think Tate's going to the Jets. There's, one there's a lot of wide receivers in the draft. Yeah, also, the draft also, between two also and three. The Golden Tate, I, think, I, I think he is. I'm not sure if he I think he's a pretty good leader, isn't he? Do I ever think it sounds like he's a good character guy? So I think that'd be. I think the Jets would tell. That'd be a good one for the Jets to have. Sounds like he'd be perfect for. That'd Pittsburgh. be awesome, Robbie Anderson. The Steelers need to reorganize. Well, though. he'd be good in the. I don't know how much you guys use three receiver sets. I mean, where he would slide in because he's mainly out of the slot. Yeah. I mean, true, and actually. it depends how much you believe how in Washington cap- too. Wait, 
Steelers have a lot of cap space. They have about fifteen million dollars. Twenty third oh. in the in the league right oof, now. Oof. Niners are sitting there at seventh with fifty four. Let's just run down the top five real quick. Colts have one hundred and one million dollars of cap space. The Jets have ninety one. Better the, the best O lineman for the Colts. Bills have seventy three. Texans have sixty eight. The Browns have sixty seven. And then the Raiders. Um, you had the question mark there, Mateo. Le'Veon should know. go to yeah. Indy. Indy should pay whatever the hell Le'Veon wants. That's what Indy yeah, should do. They need to invest at least a solid thirty to forty it's million dollars of that one hundred one. Well, I know, but that, uh, but having an r- insane running, oh, not insane, but like a good running back behind Andrew Luck would help him a lot too. Oh, I don't disagree with that. All right, next up on your list, Mateo, uh, number nine, Nick Foles. He didn't do enough starts to get on there, but uh, PFF grade of Super Bowl MVP. Well, we know that he's got, <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, we know that he's going to end up in. Jacksonville. I hate when people start throwing those PFF numbers around on I, Twitter. It's it's so hard because you don't know exactly the assignments. But I, I think for this, I is thought that it, by position or just in the league? It's by position. Okay. Yeah. So like the safety position, you're going to see they lump in free and strong safeties. But I agree. Like the li- offensive line, they they claim they have guys that watch, but it's like how do you really like a lot of players come? How do you really know what somebody's assignment yeah. is? But it's interesting but to see where these they, guys they, are they, these, they, they have, like, QB hurries and QB hits. And I feel like a lot of those numbers are, like, opinion numbers. Okay, that was, that was a hurry. That was, yeah. Well, I the mean, hit one's pretty obvious. But like, a hurry? I don't know. Pressure. It's weird. So, I mean, everybody, is everybody on board that Foles is probably to Jack? I mean, there's, oh, yeah, yeah it's sure. probably Jack. I'm going to de facto to all the experts. That's what they're saying, or all the insiders, at I'm least. I'm an expert. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Number eight. Oh, uh, your guy, Le'Veon. Well, not my guy anymore. Uh, it was oh, once. Sad. We're going over the X's right now, so we're just playing the greatest. Yeah. James Conner is your guy now. Oh, yeah, my James guy. Con- and Samuels. Cancer survivor. I love it. The guy's tough as nails. Except maybe <laughs> not his ankle, but, you know. So I, we touched on Bell. I, I think Raiders. I think they're going to You think Raiders? I still think the Jets. The Jets have so much money to throw around. I think they're stupid enough to throw at least $50 million guaranteed at Le'Veon. I mean, they 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 definitely got the funny money. By all means, go ahead and do it. Uh, number seven, Honey Badger. He was twenty first on PFF out of safeties. Oh, Tyra Matthew. I mean, although how old is he? He's old. Uh, that's the part that stunned me. He's twenty six. Oh, really? So many injuries, undersized. But <laughs> the rare fighter. case where you've had so many injuries, we've all aged you ten years mentally. I've seen a couple people link him to the Steelers. Ah, uh, that'd be great on a discount rate, maybe, just because you're injury prone. Yeah, that's what I'd say. But I ain't no Colbert, so. I would think maybe Ravens, just looking at oh. it, since they've lost so many guys. Oh. He can play multiple positions. Yeah, Eric Weddle to the Rams. Rams. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Next up on the list. Uh, former Niner Trent Brown, 20, 20, Yeah, he's 25. He was 32nd, which kind of surprised me out of all the tackles in the league. Very important position, protecting yeah. the blind side. So maybe the Colts, Giants. Giants seem like the type of team that, that they keep trying to grab left tackles and sinking a ton of money into it, into the position. Can I give a Mike Francesa s take about about Trent Brown? Go for it. Great player, Trent Brown. I don't know. My New York accent might not be the best, but great player, Trent Brown. You did you uh, did his job. Young guy. Uh, y- you didn't see Tom Brady get sacked too much, so uh, and that's it. Because I've been watching a lot of Francesa clips. I could see him going to the Colts. He would be great on having him with uh, uh what's his name Quincy Nelson. Yeah. Luck. Yeah. Do you think? How do you think? How do you feel about the Niners deal? With do you think they ended up? Was it a fair deal? Or do you think with they Pearson? Uh, Mike, Mc- they got Glinchy and then trading Trent Brown. I mean. Oh well, yeah. I think Glinchy turned out good. So yeah, I'm I really have happy an with issue it. With it. Uh, so number. Four. You were kind of upset about that pick when well, it happened. Anybody who anybody I was, I was too. I was anybody upset. who gets an offensive tackle <sighs> in the top ten be pissed. Okay. <laughs> we're sitting here doing the draft special and the Niners are picking at what nine and all of a sudden it just pops up the uh, San Francisco 49ers draft. Uh, uh, off, or offensive tackle from Notre Dame, Mike McGlinchey, and Flans just, oh, 
so well, I mean, I mean, anybody, right I mean, anybody that, I mean, what Billy wasn't too happy about the Raiders taking a tackle yeah. oh, either. He so didn't turn out. He, he Billy wasn't out. too happy about the trade either. So we'll so we'll get more from Bill as the uh, draft won the coin approaches. flip. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> All right. Um, next up on the list, uh, Anthony Barr. This is who I think the Steelers should go after. The twenty-sixth best linebacker. Twenty-sixth best. Twenty-sixth best linebacker. Just one of them. Him or a guy that we're going to be talking about in a second. But go ahead, Anthony Barr. Well, let's just lump them together then. So then, Landy Landon Collins is the next guy. Safety, PFF thirty-nine, which is that one also. See, me. I like the same. I like Morgan Burnett, and I like um, and I like Terrell Edmonds, the the kid they drafted mm -hmm. last year. I want them to address the uh cornerback position. Joe Hayden, good, getting old. Artie Burns, I don't. He's had one good season, that one kinda, very bad season. That seemed that seemed Kuiper the way you said that. What? The way you're using your hands and you dropped a couple oh, of those words. Artie Burns, <laughs> just not sure. You know, it's uh, I, it's he's un too unpredictable for me. Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. That's what the defense was, and I need some stable guys. And I just think that when you look at Anthony Barr, Landon Collins as safety, okay, mm -hmm. I but I want the corner. So I hope Anthony Barr for the Niners. Be a cool name to have on the team. Anthony Barr. Yeah. Double R. Cut. Uh, what would he? Uh, Set the bar. Getting barred out. <laughs> Set the bar. That's a good one. You can start making T-shirts unofficially. Nah. They say he's been linked to the Jets. Okay. Uh, and then Landon Collins. Where's he gone? Gosh, they're saying a lot of people are saying Chiefs because they released Houston. So I've seen a couple of people say the Chiefs are trying to grab a safety. Wait. Oh. Uh, wait. I thought Houston was D-line, though. Or are you just saying that? Oh, I'm saying that, uh, sorry, them release, releasing Justin Houston freed up enough money. Oh, gotcha, they, gotcha, they've gotcha. Got the, they got that precious cap space Keep to, up, get Landon to get Landon Collins. Keep up. All right, and then number three, this is also somebody that I think the Steelers should go and get, not just because they were in division rival, but, yes, again, we need the position. Go ahead. C.J. Mosley. Oh, give me him. Give me him. He's 26 years old. Very young. Yeah, he's probably outside of him being poor in pass coverage. He's probably the most complete line of free agent in terms of pedigree out there. He's been to three out of four Pro Bowls. Uh, I think he was either first or second team all pro. But able to stop the opposing team's run game. I mean, if you guys stole him from the Rams or Ravens, you would be stoked. Sheesh. I would, I, I would be juiced. Yeah, sheesh, all right. Number two. Earl Thomas. Mm, where's he going? I think he's going to the Cowboys. You think so? I heard mm. there's reports that that negotiation negotiation is falling apart. Negotiation. Well, no, it's just because they, 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 they don't say he's going to get his money. They're not going to do a hometown discount. Yeah, and eventually, Jerry Jones will just, just pipe it up. 30 years old, though. He's right there. He's right there with Antonio Brown, really. Like, you know, I'm saying uh, Pro Football Focus only ranks him, what, 91? Well, the, so he, if it was only he only played three games. Uh, so he had a oh, 91. 91 would probably put him in the top five. He's okay, so there you go. He's right there with AB, but he's getting old. So how much are you going to pay him for, you know? And he wants 15, uh, 14, 15 million. He wants to be the highest paid so safety. So he's probably going to one of those teams in the top five that we talked about earlier. I mean, the, the Niners are going to be linked to him. It just depends on how much they're going to. Can they front load enough that they, ca they push the Cowboys off? Yeah. But uh, it's tough to beat. I mean, he's from that area. Jerry usually makes it happen. He makes so much money. And he, by de facto, becomes your number one guy because your number one guy just re-signed minutes before we hit the record button, and that was... Actually, Dante Fowler is... It's Trey, oh, Flow it's my Trey bad. Flowers. Okay, my bad. Getting it mixed up. Okay, so number one... Uh, yeah, sir. Yeah, Patriots, Trey Flowers. I got a lot going on up in here, all right? <laughs> I know, you're and still now recovering can, from the AB. Now I can go... Yeah, I've had a lot of processing to do with what's going on with my own team. I can't worry about the enemy right now. Wow. The arch enemy. So Trey Flowers, where's he going? Colts. You Col think so? Yeah, I think the Colts will use it. So basically, of. you're telling me the Colts are going to end up with about five out of these ten guys. They should. Well, they shouldn't. They should end up with. They'll probably end they up with two. They got the money to do but it. But it's been fun to linking link the Colts to everybody. Yeah. So if before free agency opens, one player for your team, who would you have? Not outside of the top ten. Who do you want this for both of you guys? 
Who do you want to see your team land? Uh, well, you go ahead first with the Niners, because I'm yeah, not a convoluted answer. But is I'm it outside your top ten? It doesn't matter. Any, it doesn't have to be in my top ten. If you could pick one um, player I don't for know, the Niners, the I don't sign. know a specific player. But I'd like to see them get a linebacker to pair with Fred Warner. Mm-hmm. I want. <laughs> I have a Christmas list, so sorry. <laughs> be ready for this. I want them to draft a wide receiver to complement Juju. I want them to draft a running back to complement uh, James Conner, because I'm not completely sold on Samuels. Um, and then I also want a corner, maybe two, and then I would also like two linebackers. So right there, I need them to take six draft picks. They can trade the other four away to kind of leverage their way up if they want. I mean, I obviously want them to draft as many times as possible, but yes, I need a, I need a linebacker that can drop back into coverage, and then I need a linebacker that can help create additional coverage because they run the three four so really they could draft more than one li- or more than two linebackers if they wanted but you know it's just the way the scheme is so i have a christmas list for the draft and i'll be i'll be very interested in this year's draft i'm not gonna lie so all right thank you mateo um i don't know when we're gonna go over more cap stuff probably when the next person signs next domino to fall so you think you think Le'Veon's the next domino to fall Mm, that's a good question. You would hope he has a deal. I think he's going to wait a little bit. Yeah. I feel like he's not going to have a deal for what he wants. Yeah. Well, they made Todd Gurley the highest paid running back, and then all of a sudden they found out he's got arthritis in L.A. So I think all of a sudden Le'Veon might be going through some extensive medicals with the uh, report that he's put on weight. He could be a guard. So he could be a guard. Um, all right. And then real quick, last talking point before we wrap this up. Uh, Jeff Van Gundy was doing some commentating during the – uh, Lakers-Celtics game, and I'm going to try and find that sound real quickly, actually. And he brought up a point that he thinks they should, the Lakers should trade LeBron James. And I thought what was most telling was Mark Jackson's reaction. Um, and it just kind of told me, it was just like, well, that's why you're sitting there announcing you're not, you're not actually running a team. I need to find it, though. Did you hear it? Here you go. They have to rebuild this roster, right? And to me, it could be a trade with, you know, for an Anthony Davis, or I think they need to explore trading LeBron for getting as much as they can. What are you doing? Seriously. No, seriously, what are you doing? No, you got to get on the right timeline. If I could, I'm going to say, if I could trade him for the Clippers into cap space, which would give me a better chance to get Durant or Kawhi Leonard, would I not do that? Okay, LeBron James is not getting traded. Okay, you got to put everything on the table. No, you can't. As a business decision, this man came to the Los Angeles Lakers. You got to. That, yes. that, that, that can't be part of the, the deal. Be trading you. Hold a year on. Later. I all I hear from the players now is it's business. Everything is business. Well, if it's business, then I have to do what's best for my business. I'm not. I agree with Jeff Van Gundy, and hearing Mark Jackson. How crazy would that be, though, if they were to trade LeBron James? It would James, be awesome. That would be the legit. That would be the most biggest sort of humble pie to LeBron James ever. I mean, the Lakers got to do what's best for the Lakers, and who's to say that an aging LeBron James is not that? You've seen this guy quit on a team that he didn't want. You've now had to shut down Lonzo dude, and Brandon like, Ingram, who you were juiced about at who, one point. Like, Do you really want to move on from one of the guys? top three picks in this coming draft? 
No, like who's oh, probably gonna Zion, go? RJ yeah. Barrett, and like uh, what if what, I know, but like, like it's Knicks, it's Knicks, Knicks, Bulls, and who else? Right now, the leading candidates because they've been mathematically eliminated. Right now, your three, if they were to do well, everybody's got the percent chance, but the three eliminated teams that are favorite right now are the Cavs, Knicks, and the Suns. <laughs> Trade them back to the Cavs. <laughs> that would be so funny. Oh, I would lose it. Would Cleveland, uh, Cleveland would take him too because they mm-hmm. were cool with him leaving this first time. round pick for LeBron James and back to Cleveland. You'd have to send him a first round pick next year too uh for if you're cleveland to get lebron back but and because that way you'd get lebron for the two seasons and then you'd and then that way his opt-out year you'd see if he was to come back but i mean it does make sense you have ingram and lon or lonzo ball that are now out for the rest of the season you don't want to damage those guys which leads me to believe that they might actually want to hold on to them um otherwise they're just kind of resting them up to to use as trade bait that's really the the only two options there are there is they want to preserve those guys so they can keep playing or they want to preserve them as trade bait Thank you, Captain Obvious. I know that was that was pretty stupid, but um, it it does make sense. And hearing Mark Jackson's response, where it's a business decision, it's like, shut up, Mark. Just shut up. He it, was. You, you can see he was. Stu- he was like struggling. Oh, he with was it. so he was caught struggling. off guard yeah. by that remark. He's got to protect his chances of being the Lakers coach, though. That's true. I'm sure he's like LeBron heard that. Uh, he's like, oh, he's, I my, would... he's my Lakers coach. He's yeah. So when when LeBron, yeah, but I mean, it just makes. Uh, dude, I want to see the Lakers do it. I want to see that. With he the, you he don't have the balls. No, he he has a no trade clause. They worked. Er, this was their whole plan was to get LeBron. They're printing. Does money. he really have a no trade? Clause? He has a no. I just looked it up. Uh, wow. I assumed he had a no trade, and so uh, well, and even if he didn't have a no trade, he'd be like Antonio Brown. He'd have so much power to dictate where he wanted to go. They could still agree. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They could still agree to a no-trade clause. Where I mean, they could still agree to waive that no-trade clause if the deal was right. And, I mean, if wherever you're getting sent, you know, it's just... Do you think well if he doesn't make the playoffs this year, it would be like a hit to his legacy? Yeah. Thank I you. I just say Thank that kind of as a bias. You know, I would take Jordan or Kobe over LeBron. Oh, I've been saying no, Kobe. i take LeBron over Kobe. Oh, no, I wouldn't. Because LeBron, LeBron can play five positions. LeBron... I mean, his passing, his the way he's built. Kobe's just too much of a volume chucker for Are me. you saying if you're going to start your franchise or if you're just playing a game of pickup? Either the only, one. The only reason why I like Kobe so much, it seemed like when he was playing basketball, his only focus in everything and anything was basketball. And it Well, like that's just kind of happened as of late with LeBron, and that's definitely the move out to L.A. Well, do you, th- well, do you, do you think that. it's always been like that, or was it just, just the fact that he's in L.A. that it's like now it's the spotlights on. We're like ever since it. he got ever since the Miami days. That's where it was the first eight eight nine years in the league. He was concerned with living up to the hype of being a basketball player. He goes off to Miami. He gets the championship and he sees all the praise and love that he's getting. Uh, and then I think you know th- things start to change there for sure. But you've also just gotten older as a person and you're starting to enterprise. There's different stages that you go through in your life where you realize, okay, I'm not gonna be able to do this forever, but I mm-hmm. still want to be able to get a head start in all my other businesses because I'm so good as a basketball player. I know? think I'm just biased. Like, I just I just appreciated the way he went about his business towards the end of his career oh, than, yeah, than t- LeBron does. I mean, it makes sense, you know, kind of strangleholding the Lakers to make you hold on to him until his 20th season was and up. took and a fat contract from them. I was going to say, hucking up 60 shots ski- in the last game. He's just, I think, is he just, I think the, somebody was saying like a real thing about he's just like, he wants to be in the league when his son comes in. So he's just, he's just wasting time to, uh-huh. Bronny Jr. comes yeah. in the league. Okay. I, I kind of thought he had the perfect for him. It was like, okay, he can do the Hollywood stuff, and he thought that he had a good enough team that he can go in there and he can improve, and he kind of got a rude awakening of how deep the West was. Yeah, that's true. And and I think there was a – I'm sure Magic probably pitched a better plan, and 
same with uh, what is it? Is it the GM? I'm blanking. Rob exactly. I'm it sure. It was a terrible roster the way it was scheduled. You have a bunch of young guys. Well, who the, the, also, the, the also, signings also, after didn't make sense. But also, oh, the, all the, the one, one year free agents mm-hmm. that they brought in. Then, yeah, I don't watch much Laker basketball, but it didn't look like Lonzo, Kuzma, and Ingram really like. They got better, but they didn't get to that drastic change that they were expecting. I think. Yeah, where people were just like LeBron's coming. Raised no, I well, I know. I just I just thought LeBron was gonna help them out a lot in terms of growing them as 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 uh, basketball players. And I was I thought by this time that whole team would be clicking, their young players would be moving and everything. I mean, to be fair, they were a four seed before the injury. Yeah, I they mean, were. And I mean, uh, also the injury, and then followed by, and this is some some of it's gonna fall. Whether it's LeBron or not, um, you know, that we're gonna trade. Play, yeah, all that thing, everything seemed yeah. to take all the air out of that team. That's really what put the dagger in yeah. the season for, for this year. All right, uh, now it is time for Tim, Tim Brown's me. stat of the day. And that music means it is time to welcome I back friend of the show. <laughs> friend of the show. Oh, Statistician. Sorry. No, you're good. Tim Brown. Tim, how's it going? <laughs> Great, I got the intro song stuck in my head. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Before I die. <laughs> Shout out to Ash. All right, so we're going to do this. What's the stat of the day? Uh, James Harden has six of the ten 50-point games this year so far. That it? Oh. That was it? Oh. Yeah, that was it. Oh! oh. oh. What a stat! Can I backpack on that? I saw something on the Twitter before we op- before we hit record today that said uh, James Harden could score zero points for the rest of the season and still finish with a twenty eight point six points per game average, which currently leads the NBA. Good for fucking him. I don't care. No, I'm Lord just saying machine. he's been scoring a lot of points. You know, I don't. You know, we'll see how it works out in the playoffs if he runs out of gas. But at least regular season, James Harden has been right on schedule. Very very impressive. Good for him. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, sorry to transition so fast and so awkwardly, but uh, no, it's fine. I got a quick question for th- all you guys, just to really drag this out to piss you off. Go ahead. I saw something on Instagram. It said, "Which trio would you rather see win a championship?" It was. Uh, I'm sorry, Jeff, but it was Roethlisberger, Ab, Bell, and then it was Harden, Westbrook, Durant, and then Griffey Jr., A. Rod, big unit. Ooh. Well, as a Steeler fan, you, obviously, would you rather have seen? This, yeah, obviously, as a Steeler fan, I gotta say, I would have loved to seen the Killer Bees win a Super Bowl. Oh, Griffey and Aaron, the you know, been sick. And then Mateo, you want to be the contrarian and Who? say the original OKC three? Oh, so the OKC three? It was the OKC three, Seattle, Seattle's three back in the nineties, and, and then and then the Steelers Killer Bees. Uh, it would have been uh, uh Seattle just because I wanted to see Griffey get a ring. I mean, I can't argue with you, those two guys. And you got to add, there was, uh, I can't remember, Edgar Martinez was on that mm-hmm. team. You had the right fielder, Jeff something, the white dude. I'll remember his name later. Oh, the second baseman? White name. The second baseman? No, he was, was right fielder. Oh, okay. Nope, right fielder. The DH was Edgar oh, Martinez. Martinez. Come on, Mateo. <laughs> Tezo. All right. UFC fights. Awkward transition. UFC Fight Night 146 was on Saturday, and yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to start off by saying this. Out of the five fights that were on the main card, or the I guess they're kind of listing them as six right now on Google, your boy went one for five on his bets. So wow, it, was, wow. it was a rough fight. And I like to parlay all the fights Oof. in a row for the bigger payout. So uh, every time somebody lost, you know, I had to go lay a parlay on the remaining ones. Oof. 
and it was just loss after loss after loss, and it was, oh my god, Tim, let's start off. How many of the fights did you see? Uh, I saw the entire main card. I forgot that the uh, prelims were on ESPN, and I was playing video games. Okay, um, so let's just talk. Tim Botch or Bosch, however you pronounce that, lost to Amari Akhmedov by decision. Did you enjoy that fight? I did, even though. I don't know how great of a decision that was. Uh-huh. I yeah, bet, I, t- I, I, t- Tim Bosch won. Bet on Bosch and lost on that, so that's why I knew well, my night was off well, to a he, terrible start. And so that's, you know, that's what UFC has tried to rectify, but that is the fighter mentality. You need to win the fight. I yeah. mean, you need to knock the guy out, submit him. You need to finish the fight. You can't leave it in the judges' hands. He won the fight. Significant strikes. He was pressuring the entire time. He won the fight. If it was a fight in the schoolyard, he won. The other dude's not having lunch tomorrow. <laughs> but uh, apparently the guy who got stabbed won. So. I, I agree with that mentality, uh, especially when it comes to championship fights. If you're the challenger coming for a championship belt, you can't leave that thing up in the judge's hands unless you dog walk that person for you know three quarters of the fight and you knock them down a couple times and they know. Usman. Yeah, but I'm just saying you like that okay we'll get to that but um i mean that's that's exa- that's what it is if it goes through decision you need to do what Usman did and just dominate the fight the yeah, entire yeah. Time. otherwise you got to know that by by the defending champs going to get benefit of the doubt because you didn't actually come into the ring and physically take it from them you know you need to either whoop their ass for the entire length of the fight or put them out you know and that's just what yeah. it comes down to you can't leave it in the judges hands all right, I'm going right. to skip over a couple fights here because I bet on Dober, and that one didn't work out. He lost rather quickly in the second round to yes, he Darius. Did. Uh, also put out money on Rothwell, watching him get wiped the entire round. So I basically started off with a nice solid 0 for 4 on this card, <laughs> and I still kept going. So uh, that one was tough to watch. And then the welterweight, whereas I thought where I kind of li- – I'm not going to lie – I put down money on both, but Nico Price had a better payout, so I put a little bit more money down on him. And then when I started that off, I was like, all right, that's good. That totally wipes out the loss that I had on Means, too. And then, Jeez, oh, Pete, he got knocked around, too, and still won that fight. It was, yeah. I mean, it was he got. That man, was my favorite it, fight of the card, honestly. Yeah, I think it was everybody's. And I will say the one thing of that that I noticed is that the open hand striking is – it looks nice and people talk about it, but I don't know how much power you're really packing with those punches because he was hitting him with that left-hand little jab slap, Stockton slap thing, and then, I don't know, man. It looked like he was should have knocked him out a few times, but just kind of had the open-hand slap box mentality. I was going to say, it. how much power can you honestly generate from a, from an open hand that's got some padding on it too because of the way the hand is wrapped up and the way the glove fits? It's not like you're catching just bone to bone, you know? Well, it's and this is the uh, boss rude mentality. If you do a palm strike, you actually generate more, if not equal power, than if you use a closed fist. But it was just the open hand slap with the ball of the hand, if you will. I would think it'd be like a, like hammer fisting somebody, but you turn your hand, you know, upwards, so you'd still catch him with a, with a decent part of the hand to like, you know what I'm saying? It's like the it's where yeah. it's the part of the hand that you'd hit with a hammer fist, but you're just coming at a different angle with it. I feel like you'd still be able to generate some power rather than the open hand. Right. Well, I mean, that's the thing is if you're going open hand, you got to use your palm and that's more of an upward strike. You're not really going to be able to hook over. If that, in that point, if you're doing a hook with the open hand, you might as well just throw an elbow because you're going to generate more power. And if you're that close to, and you feel comfortable enough to use an open hand, you should be getting in there with an elbow. My second shout out boss rooting for all that. (laughs) 
Uh, okay, Curtis Melender, he lost. That was uh, devastating. I should have known to bet on the guy with four names. So. Well, duh. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was just foolish. And then and the number and what the guy with the number next to his name. Uh, well, let, I think. Let I, me let me help you with that. The guy that has the number next to his name, opposed to the guy that doesn't have a number next to his name. The guy with the number is probably a better fighter. But the guy with no number next to his name had a very nice number next to his name with gambling. So that's why <laughs> I went I went with that number because I was like, hey, now we might be onto something here. And I quickly found I win, we win. I found out I was not. So yeah, that got corrected. And then the main event, Derek Lewis versus Junior Dos Santos. I really thought Derek Lewis had this man. And even as he was walking out, they showed people who were repping the the shirt. My balls is hot. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm on board with this. Let's go. And then it we didn't go. Jeez, OP. Well, I mean, you went. He went. There was a few shots that mm-hmm. it looked like it at the start. I should say Fraction, Junior Dos Santos did not go. Of an inch, and it was the other way around. That spinning back kick to Ooh. the solar plexus hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I texted you, Jeff, but I think that was the biggest I've ever seen Derek Lewis look uh-huh. before. Yeah. Like he's a big guy. He walks around two eighty, two eighty five, but he actually looked pretty cut and built for that's, a that's ex- 265 and a half. That was exactly the same thought I had last night because I didn't I didn't see him for a couple of months. So I was like, god, he looks like he's actually got himself into pretty good shape. Yeah, and that was one of the big uh stories or when his big focus is in training camp was his cardio and conditioning, which is something that he had norm- previously neglected, correct? Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, the dude's been in prison and whatnot. All he does is go in there throw haymakers and if it lands, it lands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fan and favorite, man. <laughs> like I said, if it was, and and he furthered the fan favorite with calling Herb Dean over and saying, "Hey, come here real fast and wipe in his eye on his shirt." That shit was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it. It was a good card. Uh, aside, I mean, you know, it was it was a good card to watch the fights, I should say, but it was not a good card uh, as, as far as the gambling went. But uh, right. yeah, I look forward to it. Uh, I, I look I, forward I to one forty-seven. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I, I did lose respect for Dos Santos saying that Lewis is a crybaby when he jammed his thumb in his eye and Lewis called him out on it. But, then, you know, and I think Ngannou will take care of that and it'll be a slugfest and the Predator will come out on top. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, 147, the co-main and the main event, Leon Edwards versus Gunnar Nelson. Not really sure which way I'm going to lean there, but ma- the, the main event is Darren Till versus Jorge Masvidal. And as good as Masvidal is, I'm definitely kind of riding with Darren Till right now. Ooh, we're betting a bottle. Uh, sure. I like what he's got right. going on. Uh, as of right now, we I, I, we'll revisit Equal that. Equal value of proper 12. As of right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lock it in. Lock it in. I was going to say, this bottle's getting low Play here. Mateo. Play uh, Mateo. I, I was it trying is to, I, locked in. There we go. Thank you. Thank I am all locked you. in. <laughs> Officially locked in. All right. So, yeah, I have Darren Till. i got to remember that for when I get I on, got Masvidal. Get on Bovada. All right. Uh, thank you, Tim. We will talk to you again on Wednesday with another stat, hopefully a little bit more riveting, but I'm still thankful that you gave us the stat that you gave us today. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, one quick thing while I can. Shout out to San Rosa native Jake Shiner. Three games, three plate appearances, batting 667 with a one point over 1.4 OPS. Spring training, number 91 on the Phillies. 91 on the Phillies, playing out there, going to show up Bryce Harper. Fun fact, (laughs) played Little League Baseball with him, was on the Braves, Rick Valley Little League majors, with Luca Spence, uh, one of the hockey guys on the show. So, yes, I don't know if Jake remembers me or not, but we definitely shared a baseball field together. Jake remembers me, and I bet you if you tell Luca my name, he'll remember me too, because his elementary school PE teacher was my mother. Oh, 
Okay. Yeah. I mean, Austin Creek. Yeah, he did know. go to Austin Creek. So okay. All day, every day. Lucas Bentz schooled his ass in basketball, even though I was 18, 19. He was, I don't know, how old are you when you're a fifth, sixth grader? Uh, 12. It doesn't matter how old you are. I won. Life lessons. Hey, man, guys play in the league, and they're seven years older than other guys, you know, so it's all good. Vince Carter's still out there handing out L's, and he's, like, almost 20 years older than some of those guys. Man, I thought he was going to slam that thing down, but that would have ended his career. (laughs) All right, Tim, thank you. Thank you, gentlemen. Later, Tim. See you, Tim. Bye, guys. There are winners. I'm by winning. Winner, winner. Ultimate winner. Wow, winning. And there are losers. Loser, 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 loser. First up on winners and losers on this episode of the podcast, we have a NASCAR update. Uh, Phoenix this week. Kyle Busch won at Phoenix, securing his 199th career overall victory. Uh, so I think it's clear that Kyle Busch is getting a W, right? Mm-hmm. Winner. He's a winner. Okay. Next up on winners, that was that was NASCAR. Uh, next up on winners losers, we have Kyler Murray is set to run the forty yard dash at Oklahoma's Pro Day. Winner or loser? Winner. I think. I think. It, I mean, if he gets above a, f- I think it's like around a four four. I think it'll be it'll be like good for him. Present winner. Potential future loser. Okay, interesting. If he, it doesn't, it it really depends doesn't, on how it, it goes. Even matter, unless he, even if he's four seven, I don't dude. Think I think is. I think honestly, the well, what's going to be more telling than his forty is going to be when he gets remeasured because as long as he stays at five foot ten, then I think it's somebody's going to be insane. dumb enough to reach it's for him. Insane, they're fucking. One, you're not reaching for him. I don't Size matters, really, Mateo. That's the dumbest thing that they're going to. Re- <laughs> I'm really, I'm really interested, interested to see how so he does stupid. in the NFL. I am he, too. he is. He has a really, really good potential to be really good. He's also a potential to be really, really just a I'm boss. still not sold on Lamar Jackson. I think he's more Lamar Jackson than anything. And just the size comparison is what's going to draw him to somebody like Russell Wilson. But, but why do we go right to Lamar and not Josh Allen? Josh Allen completed less than, what was it, 54? Like, Dude's averaging 110 yards of rushing the only thing I can just know, know that Josh Allen has a cannon, that's all. Right, a cannon. Oh, man, oh, I would love to watch A.B. just look over. The one thing with Josh oh, Allen. God, I'm so mad we're not getting that. The one thing always confused with this. I don't understand what the PMT guys, like, they're like, he's our best friend, but it seems like they're just making fun of him the entire time. Oh, they are. Oh, they they are. are. The whole draft, uh, draft Josh Allen yeah, thing was. for sure. Like, and he took in a ran with it, If you were Josh Allen, I feel like I'd be like kind of like disrespected. Like, what are you doing? Judging yeah, by his Twitter personality, he seems like he enjoyed it. You got to run with the joke too, because as much as those guys are making you the the punchline, they're giving like, you PR. You're, yeah, you're still getting a lot of yeah, PR. Take the Jerry Jones route with the Cowboys. Any any PR is good, or any publicity is good mm, publicity. That's so. true. But yeah, Josh Allen, we know he's got a he's got a cannon. It was funny that he was more of a running quarterback last year, but uh, yeah, I just I, I'm. I don't know. I still don't. I, I, I get that people, like, we look back at but they say that Kyler would be the fifth quarterback compared to last year. I don't know. I, I feel that people just, just look at it compared to – I mean, it's easy to say now, but I feel like with his athletic ability, like, he I, – I feel more comfortable than having him compared to Rosen, and I get that we saw a year. Maybe there's some confirmation bias there, but I'm a little bit more – I'd rather have him than Josh Allen. I'd rather have him than uh, Lamar Jackson, and I'm I'm pretty supportive of Lamar Jackson compared to what a lot of people are publicly. Yeah. But so we'll All see. Right. Uh, next up on winners and losers, Florida State has landed ex uh, Wisconsin quarterback Alex Hornibrook in the transfer Ooh, portal. That's a, what a name. The lefty Horny for Heisman is what they <laughs> used to say up in uh, Madison, and now it's going to be what they're saying in Tallahassee. So it'll be interesting. Uh, 
the the lefty. I don't know. We got to look up Hornerbrook stats because he, he immediately gets to play, right? I think so. Winner. Yeah, he doesn't have to sit out, so that is it is a win for him. Uh, Flan, you agree? I agree. Thank you for that. Input. You're welcome. All right, next up on Anytime. the winners, winners losers list. A Bitch. fan rant. Whoa, man, that was aggressive. And I'm about to cover a topic that I know you're going to have some input on. Mm. Yes, I guarantee it. A fan ran onto the field and punched win. Ashton Villa's Jack Grealish. Win, 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 win. It's a win, win for the win, fan. Win, he win, got arrested. Oh, absolute dominance displayed by the fan. What, if I, to- what if I told you that Grealish went on to score the game winning goal? I don't oh, care. What a story. Fact. That is wow. I, I also I saw the uh, tape and not one of his uh, teammates came and socked the fan. That's true. A lot of, res- but that's a lot of restraint because those soccer players are role models. They're setting an example. They're also va- I, the one thing I'm surprised with soccer. Probably you just you too don't tired. see more fights between the players. Yeah, because they're too busy flopping around, trying to get trying to get the. Like if somebody came in low and just like absolutely just took my legs out with their cleats, I'm surprised nobody would get like start a fight over that. Like, bro, if you've been running as hard as you can back and forth for about 25, 30 minutes, and somebody takes your feet out, you're gonna be mad. But are you gonna be mad enough to try and chuck nucks? Like you know how tired you'd be. You got. Well, I mean, I feel like it's one of the, like. Uh, also, what kind of a jackass says Chuck Knox? I'm sorry. Are you gonna be trying to fight somebody after that? Uh, you look like Stony Baloney right now. That's not true. That's uh, <laughs> I don't know why. I'm very tired. I have to go oh, to bed soon go. because we're starting the new job. But I mean, maybe it's a shot of whiskey that's flex, getting harder. Flex, flex, flex. Oh, Jeff, w- Jeff Woodworth, winner, Light. winner, winner, <laughs> winner Light. for Jeff Light. Woodworth. <laughs> are you on the list? No. no. Oh, oh, you are now. Yeah. Light winner. Lightweight whiskey win. All right. Uh, next up on the list, winners and losers. And well, actually, Mateo, you didn't comment on the. Uh, Oh, you said what a story. Okay. Yeah, I, just, yeah, I'm just, I keep watching the punch. The guy's dressed like a hooligan, which is awesome. Dude, it was sucker punch, too, cool. to the back Gosh. of the head. Kind of connects with his neck, too. Jeez. So. All right, next up on winners and losers, Andrew Bogut returns to the Warriors. I don't think he's yet to play for them, but it's, mm. a, it's a win for the Warriors, right? Am I wrong, or am I just being a homer? No, well, we'll see. I still think he's the, uh, him getting injured in that 2016 final is the reason why they lost it. Uh, also, a uh, sucker punch to the nutsack of LeBron James from one Draymond Green. LeBron running to the league and saying we want two games for a suspension is that's true, insane. Yes. And then that led to an iconic chase down block that I'm gonna have to watch for the rest of the time Ugh. and just roll my eyes and just be like, well, what has he done since? What has he done since? He's over two. Yep. Soon to be not even making the playoffs. Yes. All right, sorry, I was upset. But, yeah, I like the Andrew Bogut uh, to, to the Warriors. So, I don't know. I think it's it, – we need to, we need a post presence. To I am your maker. I wish they found a shooter instead. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it, you know, bogey, bogey fits. He knows the system. I, I don't know. I just don't feel they need that many bigs, though. What shooters are out there besides Carmelo? And I'll be I'll – uh, be Carmelo's d- not even on my, I'll on be my list. I'll be damned I'm, if that cancer comes it, in. It sucks that they missed out. Mess, West hey, Matthews, hey, they hey, missed don't, out on. Don't, no cancer I'm not saying but Carmelo's a cancer, but he has cancerous effects. When he yeah, shows yeah, up, Carmelo your team Carmelo is not even shit. close to the guy that I want. Okay. Uh, I mean, Wes Matthews was the big target. I just don't see them needing another. I get the insurance, but they go small so much. Yeah, that like, is true. It's just, honestly, at that point, it's just in case Boogie gets a T, it gets ejected. Yeah. So they have another big to throw out there. That's what that, I think that's what that is. And then it's also just kind of like a little tributary thing, you know, because the Bay Area does this where it's just like, hey, you're forever one of us. So come back, yeah, Andrew I mean, Bogan. He, he fits. He Maybe the idea of because he did what they didn't they only played once a week in Australia I believe yeah. so he got a lot of time and a lot of rest they traded so away Monte Ellis for him so might as well bring him back and because I I liked Monte even though we didn't play our best basketball with Monte I still liked him when he was on the team all right uh, next up on the winners losers list 
A fan has been banned from MSG after telling Nick's owner, James Dolan, to sell the team. What are you guys' thoughts? Winner or loser? I mean, he's a loser because he got banned, but I think he's a winner for having the nuts to, to tell James Dolan to sell the team. He's a winner for not having to see Nick's games, unless if they get Zion. <laughs> then, then uh, once again, another f- potential future loser. <laughs> but, winner yeah. loser there. All right, Flan, what do you think? Um, Have you ever been so mad at ownership before that you've wanted to yell at them sell the team? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I seem to remember you getting mad at one Jed York a bunch about something like that. Well, That'd be a nice little. Cut no, nice no, little I don't know what you're talking about. Ever since he made that, ever since he made that John Lynch hire, it seems like all's forgiven on that end there because of what they've been able to do. No, no, uh, no, no. Have they, you been to Levi's? There, there's been a couple <laughs> good rants since I've started the show with uh, involving uh, <laughs> Mr. Jed York. Little bitch. <laughs> You better pay for old Thomas, Jed. All right. Uh, Coward. Next up on the winners losers list, NHL time. Talking hockey. Oh, uh, that cover of this brother down was just a cover up, so nobody got mad at him. What'd you say? Never mind. That was a really dark joke. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Tampa Bay Lightning are the first NHL team to clinch the playoff t- or playoff sp- playoff spot this year. So congrats to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah. Woo. Good for you. Um, and that was talking hockey. I guess they're really dominant. They right, are they're, they're they're like very, very good. Luca has talked uh, about them before, on and both on and off the show, because uh, I've tried to get in on a couple hockey tickets from time to time, and I say, who should I bet on? And he's always he brings up the Lightning often. Jeez. All right, um, or at least I can recall him bringing up the Lightning often. I'm not necessarily 100 percent sure if that's if that's gonna happen. He could totally text me tomorrow and just be like, you totally Francesca that Lightning Lightning take. Oh, yeah, I did actually. Maybe who knows? Adam Jones going to the D-backs. Yeah, winner or loser. Winner. Why not? Why not? Why not? Okay. A five-year deal, though. That's a lot for that's a 32-year-old guy. Time. I thought it was only one, mi- uh, one year, five million. No, it's at five years right there. Maybe I, maybe I read it wrong. Yeah, I would, I would think that you probably read it wrong because you just now read it on the bottom line, and it sounds like Mateo had read that beforehand. You know what, Jeff? I would tell you to go <laughs> f off if I had it too. You know what? Screw it. Fuck off. <laughs> oh, dollar. How, what's my tab up to now? I have to do a, a count. I'll have an updated yeah, count on, bo- on both of us for, d- for, for next push-ups. time. I ain't. I, no. ain't. Yeah, so I don't mind that. I don't mind yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Not uh, money, though. Money, that's not, not happening. We have no. both, no both full-time jobs. I love how ESPN it. promotes the round one and two of the Masters that so is, hard. It is, it is one of the saddest promotions. It, it is, is a so It is a weekday. Like, it's a weekday. Nobody watches. Like no Only people, <laughs> people sometimes will tune in on the Saturday, and everyone tunes in on the Sunday. Nobody tunes in on the first Does everybody tune in on the Sunday, or does everybody tune in on the Sunday around noon when they know there's, oh, yeah. there's about well, that's three hours still, yeah. left? I'm not going to wake up and put on the Masters. Come oh, my God. We're going to get Masters talk? No, not yet. Okay. Next up, winners, losers. Milwaukee and Toronto. That's Tor- a big day, by the way. That Mil- Masters Day. Milwaukee and Toronto are the uh, well. Milwaukee was the first, but Toronto has joined them as the only two NBA teams so far to clinch playoff spots. Big deal that it's in the East, or is it just kind of further proving that the East was weak and we knew who would be coming out of it? I think it's a big deal because I, I feel Bucks and Raptors would survive in the West. Oh, like they're two legit teams. I think they would. I think the Bucks. I think would the Cel- sure. I think the Celtics has had their head on straight. They could survive mm. too. That's that's a big if. They're so. sitting at a five seed right now, or no? They just yeah, they're sitting at a five seed because the Pacers were at the three for forever, and they just swapped because they lost to Philly. So now Philly's the three. The Pacers are currently the four. That's a hell of a but job. D- but ever do you since really? Oladipo's gone down. But do you really believe Denver, Houston, or OKC is better than Milwaukee or Toronto? Uh, which is pretty rare. I, I feel that it th- depends on who's got home court. If they play in Denver, I believe Denver gets them because of the altitude. I honestly think that has a factor. That's fair. 
but then as far as who is the other teams in the West that uh, I had to choose from? OKC is OKC. What that would be that I'm not too hot on them. So no, I don't think OKC could. Uh, who was the other one? Let's see. Houston's at four, right? I'm. I'm just. Houston, yes. Uh, Houston's on a tear. They've been on a tear lately. Everybody's healthy now. I want to see. Uh, the only things that will stop Houston is running Chris Paul into the ground again, and James Harden just going inexplicably cold because it's the play. Well, not inexplicably. Uh, just going cold because it's the playoffs. So but we I mean, see his game ages terrible each round of the playoffs. But it's been pretty rare that I mean we actually have two East Eastern Conference teams compared to the West that could legitimately be two or three seeds. Yeah, a lot I of mean, people seem to think that whoever comes out of the East this year is winning the championship. It's just a matter of who comes out of the East. They're they're falling for this trap right now because the Warriors ain't playing that serious, ain't taking anything that serious. Um, okay, next up on the winners losers list, it is tournament time. Conferences all across the nation are punching tickets to the dance. I'm just waiting for the the classic Big East six overtime game. Oh, waiting, dude, I can't wait. That Inject one. that into my oh, veins. Yeah. No, that's only Game of Thrones that into my veins. Okay, inexplicably. Saw my tweet. Yeah, I saw it. I see all your tweets. Thank you. Some better than others. Well, I okay. get more likes than you, so. <laughs> your frat brothers don't count. Just saying. I, get more, I have I get strangers more that you. don't even follow me. They see you my have, tweets you, and they're you, like, you, you have, know what? You have robot accounts following Not you. Not true. I've explained this with Mateo. I get very <laughs> big names. I get big name people. Have you had Big Cat like one of your tweets? That's a, But that's still one. Power move. That's still Suplexing. one. Suplexing. <laughs> Suplexing on you? No. no. Yes. Yeah. How many? How many ended up with that? Was it just him liking the? I believe so. I <laughs> believe so. Nobody else kept bumped onto it. Not true. Maybe somebody else did, but well, I got the, I got looked. the account bump where uh, so I was seen by thousands. Oh, shoot. Yeah. But nobody real, else liked it. A real whore for the life. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, so tickets punched. I was upset. I was. I bet. Uh, I also had another cold Punch bet. Ticket. The USF Dons. They got bumped out of the tournament by Pepperdine, out of the WCC. I was Man, sick. they were a hot team there for a while. I still think they make it in. They're gonna make it in as a thirteen or a fourteen. Yeah. Maybe the, NIT. If you're, uh, if you're out that early in the WCC. Respect of respect the improvement. And if not, if they do get in the NIT, then they're gonna be a force to be reckoned with in the NIT. NIT champs coming for the hometown. I'm surprised they can't recruit better. Yeah, they're just kind of just too small of a school. Uh, either too small or just academic standards, you know, because it's it's uh, you got to be smart to get in there. I like USF, mm. but I had SF State grades, so. Well, I mean, no you could, well, 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 I mean, you could still have good grades to get. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's also really expensive. So who knows? Maybe they're not giving you a full scholarship. Maybe they're just giving you a partial just scholarship. Shit. Yeah, you never know. Um, but I think some of it's the exposure too. It's the type of conference you play in. The, the only real teams that you're ever going up against are Gonzaga consistently, and then every once in a while you get a St. Mary's that'll pop up and prove to be well. St. Mary's have been good as of late, but then you might get like a Pepperdine or a Loyola Marymount that just comes out and they're just really good for like two years or something. Oh like that. yeah. But the amount of parity in that terrible small division is just you know there's not a whole lot of it. All right. Uh, next up, the OVC, the Ohio Valley Conference was uh. Murray State, so J.A. or John ja Morant, whoever's projected to go number uh, – trying to say he's a top top five NBA draft pick. Uh, he has led the Murray State – what are they? I don't know what their mascot is, but they're out of the Ohio Valley Conference. Uh, out of the Big South, Gardner-Webb. Out of the Missouri Valley, we have Bradley. And the last time Bradley was in the tournament, they squared up against Pitt, and the scoreboard in the bottom corner read Brad Pitt. Are they the Racers? Yes, the Murray State Racers. Wow, that's yeah. what an exciting yeah. name. And then out of the Atlantic Sun, you have Liberty. So good for good for these teams. Uh, four teams have punched their tickets. There's 60 more. Oh, so 
six right actually uh no there's not 60 more there's about 30 more i believe that will punch their tickets the rest will all be at larges waiting on selection sunday can you believe that it'll be next weekend we'll be Time's actually blind. i think we will be doing a show forget that we'll do uh, it early no we can't do it early because the bracket well the brackets get released in the afternoon so you guys could, you guys will be doing a show oh that's right huh? uh, yeah, stuck, yeah. stuck working st patty's day all good all good um and then uh, coming up here tomorrow, Southern and the Mid-Atlantic Mid Atlantic Athletic Conference, the MAC, will be having their championship games on Monday night. And then on Tuesday, you get the CAA. I, I had that remembered earlier when I was writing down the acronym, and I can't remember it now. Coastal Athletic Alliance, I believe is what it is. Then the Northeast Conference, the Horizon League, uh, the Summit League, or the Summit Conference, and then the West Coast Conference will be on Tuesday, so... Just as we go on throughout the week, Thursday will be the only uh, day this week that there will not be a conference championship game on television. And then Thursdays when all the um, the bigger conferences like the Big East, like the ACC, the Big Ten, all those guys start off with you know their six v eleven matchups, so all the top seeds get a rest. You know, so good stuff. March Madness right around the corner. Can't wait. Getting excited. All right, you guys ready for the pop culture update? Yeah. Are you, are you stupid? It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I tell you, it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter, but we're still going to talk about it anyway. Why? Well, because it's on the news. That's why. Uh, I'm going to start off the pop culture update. I know that you guys don't like when I started off, but I'm starting it off because I got something here that I think is relatively important. Uh, we're going to turn this into its own little sub-segment feature, the uh, newly dubbed Jose Canseco tweets, because this man is wild and on a rampage, <laughs> and I love it. And I'm only going to go back uh, six days ago. Six days ago, Tim Tebow, let me help you with your swing. I just saw one of your at-bats. or bats. You have no rhythm right now, and you're too rotational misspelled too. I will help you for free. I'm a fan of yours. The next day, Tim Tebow, you're never going to make it to the major leagues with that swing. I am here to help you, buddy. I think to which I responded at him next time. Still didn't do it. Uh, if I hit a softball 500 feet at the age of 55, you can hit 40 home runs in the major leagues. If you let me help you, yes, I'm talking to you, Tim Tebow. I think that's the one I responded to. I'm not Because uh, he got so many that he was sending out to him. Tim Tebow, let me teach you the art of power hitting, the technique, and the psychology behind it. Tim Tebow will... Will you let me help you if I can hit a softball farther than you can hit a baseball? That's <laughs> just flat out disrespectful. Five days ago, I just want to help people. Dot dot dot. I have experience in all areas. Dot dot dot. I don't want to make the same. I don't want you to make the same mistakes I made. So steroids? Question mark. Uh, dot dot dot. I know where all the landmines are because I stepped on every single one of them. Just candid Jose Canseco uh, information right here. And then three hours ago, because I, I mean, I gotta break it. J Rod and A Lo got engaged, Woo. which are J Rod and what did I say? J Lo and A Rod. <laughs> I was just mashing that up. Um, yeah, they got engaged. So congratulations, Jose Canseco didn't like that. I didn't know that they were that they were married at one point, or not married, but they dated. Who? Jose Canseco and J Lo. I didn't know that. Yeah. Really? See, so three hours ago, Jeez. watching World of Dance, watching J Lo text Alex Rodriguez. Little does she know. That he is cheating on her with my ex-wife. Oh, my ex-wife Jessica. Poor girl. She has no idea who he really is. Actually, I take that back. I just misread that tweet. They did not date. They're not exes, so I recant that. 
uh, and then three, and then still within that three-hour time frame, tweeted out a couple more times. I was there a few months back with her when he called on her phone. When he called her on her phone, Alex Rodriguez, stop being a piece of shit. Stop cheating on Jennifer Lopez. And <laughs> three hours ago, Alex Rodriguez, I challenge you to a boxing match or an <laughs> MMA match uh, anytime you want. I miss celebrity boxing. <laughs> this is the perfect time to bring it back, Fox. Two hours ago, a big shout out to Joseph Amoeba and his seven-year-old son who wears my number. <laughs> One hour ago, okay, I that am, was random. I am willing to take a polygraph to prove that what I am saying about Alex Rodriguez is a hundred percent accurate. <laughs> this is a guy whose Twitter bio just says absolutely nothing besides for appearances. Please call, please call Morgan Management at 702-374-3735 if you want to go on a Bigfoot trek or see aliens with Jose Canseco. Dude, I really want to do the Bigfoot. I wonder for for uh, the aliens if the Blink One Eighty Two guy comes out for How it. How much would that cost, man? But yeah, that was Jose Canseco's Twitter update. We'll make sure to keep you posted as he rants accordingly because I think he's just on the Charlie Sheen path. Like we're just gonna see that that same news there. Yeah, uh, Flan, do you have anything to contribute for the yes, pop I culture do. update? Special birthday today. Step to the mic. Chuck Norris's birthday is today. Oh, Ooh. we should do the Stephen A. Smith. And happy birthday <laughs> to you, or to him. I don't care. Good luck. Was that, was that pretty good? That's pretty solid. Thank that you. Aside from birthday. the giant stutter that I had in the middle of it. Great okay. job. Okay, so yeah, Chuck Norris's birthday. Anything else for the pop? That is it. What about the Jaguar attack? Wait, do you know how old ja- Chuck Norris is? I have no idea. I think he's 79 or something like that. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> 70. He's 70. Oh, the Jaguar attack? There's just a video. past his prime. Dang. There's a video somebody found of a Jaguar literally gr- grabbing an alligator out of the water and dragging it out. And then oh, into that, the that, that video. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. a big day for Jaguar. Yeah. Winners. <laughs> Wait, how winners? Well, the, Jag- the Jags are going to be signing Nick Foles, too. Oh, so. oh, Losers. Oh, okay. So, yeah, Not the Jaguar sh- attack that I'm... What was I'm the Jaguar re- pulling out? What? What was the Jaguar pulling out? An alligator. Okay, was it a Jaguar? This Jaguar just... It was, like a, it was like a black... It was like a black... Pa- no. Yeah, the, yeah, it was a Jaguar. I'm pretty, sure, black all, I'm pretty sure all Jaguars are a panther of some sort or something like that. The way that... The way They're that, huge, dude, though. He goes into the river and you just see him just yeeting this, this gator out of the out of the river. No, he just grabs it by the back of its neck and just rips it out. And is carrying it on its back. Yeah. Like, with its head just, you know, still, still clenched onto the Crazy. gator. But the way that he had it contorted around him was just hauling it up to whatever tree he was about to pick him apart at. It's gross. Uh, the the jaguar attack that I'm referencing is a woman. I don't even know wh- what zoo this was, but she jumped an enclosure to get a picture with a jaguar, and it lunged at her and attacked her. And it's just like, okay, stupid. Why are you jumping in the enclosure? That should not be the zoo's fault, and I hope they don't put down the jaguar because of it. I'm yeah. just saying. I saw the report. They said they're not going to put down the jaguar. Okay. I was going to say, I ain't no animal activist in that sense. I like zoos. I feel like you can use them to protect endangered or you know hurt animals and use it to educate other people. But at that point, that's just someone being an absolute jackass. Just too a complete moron. Too much planet Earth. Jesus. Thank you, though. The, I saw a video of a zebra drowning another zebra. And they're the woman who's doing like the play-by-play. She's like, "No, no, no! Get away, baby! Get away, baby!" And then the someone whoever tweeted out the video was like, "The infantization of the zebra tells you exactly what's wrong with it, it, conservatives or animal <laughs> activists." And it's just like, it's true, man. That's nature. Like whatever's true. going on there, that that zebra is probably looking at it like that zebra is gonna that Damn. other zebra is gonna grow up and and try and take my spot. So they say it drowned a rival male's young one. Zebra. I wish Ron McGill was able to break this down. Yeah, right. What that's insane, f- dude. So. That's, That's all I'm crazy. getting at. And there's, they're coming to the defense because it's the other one. 
So it was probably two kid zebras that were messing around, whatever it is, two juvenile zebras, and he drowned that the other juvenile, which belonged to the guy or to the the adult male zebra that was trying to drown him as retribution, is what I'd imagine that looked like. So, um, anything else for the pop culture update for you, Flan? That's it. Let's get. We gotta make sure Jeff gets to bed tonight early. I do have to go to bed soon. Mateo, do you have anything else for the pop culture update? Nope. That is it. No, I'm scanning really quickly here. So who will be asleep it. first, Tim or you? Oh, Tim for sure. This takes about 30 minutes, 30 to 40 minutes to upload. It's from cleanup and uploading, it's about 30, 40 minute process. And then uh, I'm one of those people that, like, unless I'm just completely dragging my feet to bed, uh, it takes me about five, 10 minutes yeah, to fall asleep. Yeah, it takes a while. So, yeah. but there, there are certain nights where it's as soon as my head hits the pillow, I'm out. So those are the best. Those are the best. I love those nights. All right. So, uh, yeah, that's our show. That'll do it. Um, we'll be back on Wednesday breaking down all the fun stuff that the sporting world brings to us. See, I'm tired right now, man. I'm feeling time change now. So, all right. Uh, for the haters and losers, of which there are many. Go. Fuck. Yo. Seth. Until next time. Deuces. Peace. I'ma gloss, I'ma cop that easy Run the spot for some chops, I'm about that greasy Shorty coming to the spot, but no please don't tease me I think she hang around the click trying to get on TV I know I'm talked about a lot when I'm gone, don't see me Trust the process, man, I'm going Joel and Beasy I'm a boss like Rick Ross, I'ma go no keeper Freestyling, got a wet, that's a LA leaker Guess who's coming out your eardrum and your speaker I met the parents and they impressed how I treat her Bag on passenger side, sting Ray two-seater Randy Johnson with the flow, got glow, got heater really do you bad when you lit they really do you bad when you wit i came in here sad represent i took a different nav i'm a pit i'm about to make it out of the pit why they foul i'm a hit from the line here in switch from my crown to the shin dick now they a miss when i'm gone nigga bitch don't call that's a tip i'm about to walk around with my shit i never heard it down to the dips Always out of town for the glitz, hundred miles for the trip. From my style, that's a trip, yeah. Niggas at the house doing rips. Stoop kids, and we about to be next. I ain't have to rock a dial while the flex. See the glam, you see flex. I got diamonds and flesh, nigga. Friends turn to sketch, niggas real fast. Life can't prep you on it's like a meal plan. Shorty said to come through, but she still playing. I got bills, nigga, too, that I'm still paying. They really do you bad when you lit. They really do you bad when you wit. I came in here sad, represent. I took a different nav, I'm a pit.